The IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100 times. That's right. Turn $5 into 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Last-minute tickets. Download the GameTime app. Create an account. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest, presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash survivor. The IDP Pro Players Pod is a proud member of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, home of the hottest, smartest, and fastest-growing sports gambling and fantasy football providers in professional sports entertainment to date. And now, without any further delay, here's your veteran, infamous No Dirty O in season and senior IDP pros, Johnny the Greek and Gary, the IDP tipster, coming off the edge as always with their deepest standard league NFL defensive takes. Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. My name is Johnny the Greek. I am joined this week, just like every week, with the senior IDP analyst for the SGPN Network, the man, the myth, the legend, the Buckeyes fan, Mr. Gary Van Dyke, the IDP tipster. Gary, how are you? I'm happy about the Buckeyes, man. You got to love that. But, you know, I'm not overly impressed beating Purdue either. So we'll we'll just (laughs) try to take that. It's not, man, so used to having such a high level of quarterback play. And it's just, you know kind of a waste poor Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean this that dude could be killing it right now. He is killing it considering. But mm. anyhow, hey, I wanted to bring up the since it's breast cancer month and stuff and we haven't talked about it, man. What have you thought about the uh, IDP Pro's breast cancer awareness league that we've been in? It's been great. You got the one on MFL and then the, the few on Sleeper, the the uh, best balls there. I love the league. This is year two or three of me playing in it. You recently made it into breast cancer awareness and great competition, good group of guys, great cause. It's really tough. I got in this at the end. I'm the pink flamingo in there. I'm actually splitting kind of co-ownership with a fella that's it's been around for a while. Going to turn this team over to him. I didn't draft it except for the last moment. I wasn't even going to be in the league, but somebody couldn't make it to draft. So I went ahead and took over the team. And uh, I mean, I thought I was drafting all right, but my first mistake was, I think, Burrow, <laughs> something like that. You know, that's how it's been. But uh, me, you and Buddy Craig, we're all at three and two in the same division. We all might be tied for second or some shit. So I'm sitting here right now, man, hoping that four guys playing mainly for Dallas is going to pull this out for me. What do you think is going on with Dallas? Has it got something to do with the Chargers head coach being a former? Yeah, that could be part of it. Yeah, they know the playbook. That is for sure. Close game so far. Mac looking like Mac. Yes, sir. Yep, good start for Mac. And uh, we will recap this game next week because it's obviously happening while we're talking here. But uh, you want to talk a little week six here? 
Let's roll, man, so we can prep for week seven. So let's get you caught up with what happened in week six. We'll start with the Raiders-Packers. That was the game we missed last Monday. Nothing crazy happened except Quay Walker had a knee injury. I did not see any updates on this today. Isaiah McDuffie is the backup for waivers. Gary, you got anything on that? When I looked it up, man, the only thing I could see is something about a calf injury, but I I couldn't see any up-to-date stuff. They were on by last week, so he had a little time to uh, heal. Hopefully he'll be okay. But let's uh, start with Chiefs-Broncos then, Thursday of last week. So starting with the Broncos at safety, we're looking good. Uh, Simmons, 100% of snaps. Kareem Jackson, 99%. At linebacker, Alex Singleton, 100%. Josie Jewell, 76%. I think that's mostly just coming off the injury. Pass rush, Zach Allen, 89%. Nick Benito, 77%. Cooper 66 Frank Clark released anything on the Broncos that stuck out to you I was going to mention that Carl Offelis and the rest of the defensive line for Kansas City's they have a really hot matchup against the Chargers next week or this coming week in week seven and there's reason to think that Carl Offelis can go ahead and repeat what he did with Denver this past week in terms of production if not more and the reason I'm bringing it up is he might have been dropped in a few standard-type leagues or so because he had, did have a three-week stretch there where he wasn't actually like lighting it up. Just uh, think about that. And Willie Gay, I'll tell you, he's hanging out with that 70% of the snaps. It's another really good matchup against the Chargers in that situation if he's going to be out there for that amount of time. Tranquil dropping to 37. I, I like that like a LB2, LB3-type play, deeper formats. Yes, sir. We got six teams on by this week, so we're going to need guys like that, no doubt. Uh, just a couple other things uh, real quick on the Chiefs. So safety looks fine. Reed, 98% of snaps. Cook, 81%. As Gary mentioned, Bolton still getting eased back in, 88%. Gay, 70%. Tranquil, 37%. So we've seen that before when Bolton's up, Tranquil's down. Pass rush looking okay. Chris Jones, 88%. Mike Dana, 90%. Karloftis, 62%. But a huge game, like you mentioned, against the Broncos. And then Mike Edwards is a third safety, 40%. Let's move on to Titans-Ravens. This was the morning game from Sunday. We'll start with the Ravens side of things. So Brandon Stevens, 100% of snaps, safety playing cornerback. Kyle Hamilton ejected after 58% of snaps. That helped result in his stinker in the box score. Marcus Williams, first game back after injury, 67% of snaps. That should go up. Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, 100% of snaps each. Looking good there. On the defensive line, Justin Matabukaki, huge game, 78% of snaps. Kyle Van Noy, 58%. Clowney, 51%. Anything from the Ravens that stood out for you? I had just caught it. I guess John Harbaugh saying Marcus Williams is uh, with his hamstring is pretty iffy for week seven. Just going to throw that out there. I think Geno Smith will probably come back in for him, which we already talked about in the past. Mamma Dookie. Say it again. <laughs> Let's Damn it. No, it, it his, his real name is Meta BK or something like that. Okay, Meta BK. I'll tell you what, this dude, I actually told the people in the Rolling Waiver Wire app last week to uh, like not play him. That, that was a pretty weak matchup for him. And he basically, I just supplied some others. I wish I wouldn't have because he had a killer game against the Titans that on paper, I mean, we talked about that for a minute. It actually wasn't that solid of a matchup on paper with the Titans. So 
he turned around and overachieved and he had already been hitting all those matchups all this time. I think we have a real solid DL2 type play if you're looking for one. Love it going into the Lions. Via, via feasted against the Lions this past week. On the Titans side of things, we're looking A-OK across the board pretty much. Safety, hooker 100%, BR at 100%, that's normal. Linebacker, Aziz, Alshair, 100%, that's normal. Gibbons, 68%, that's normal. Defensive line, Jeffrey Simmons, 90%. Danico Autry, 76%. And Harold Landry finally gracing us with his presence, 66%. And finally, a, a decent day. Anything from the Titans that stood out? Yeah, I actually think, wasn't that two for Landry in a row? So I'm going to ask you, man, looking at week eight versus the Falcons with all these bye weeks, can you trust him as an edge rusher? Absolutely. He's a he's a good option regardless in the bye weeks especially, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, man. I mean, it looks like he's finally like turned the corner this season. The IDP Pros Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Second Chance Survivor. Already knocked out of your NFL Survivor League? Don't worry, we got you covered with the SGPN Second Chance Survivor. Presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. $3,000 are up for grabs. Winner take all. Starts this weekend, so sign up now. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash survivor. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go 5 for 5 and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. They also have $100,000 Sundays that continue. 10 lucky players win 10k each every Sunday. My favorite pick for this week is Demario Davis over his combined tackle line against the Jaguars. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up using the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. Let's move on to Commanders and Falcons. We will start with the Washington side of things. It's safety. Derek Forrest to IR. We missed that last week. Uh, That was a a late injury we found out about after it happened. But anyway, Percy Butler is the replacement at safety. He played 100% of snaps. That's the move if you need it. Cameron Curl, also 100% of snaps at safety. Cody Barton, 100% at linebacker, looking good there. Jamin Davis, 90% looking good there. Bit of a bump. Montez Sweat, 40% of snaps, thumb injury, quote, avoided major injury, unquote, so he should be okay in the short term, which is good. Chase Young, 90% of snaps, Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen, 83%. Anything from the commanders that stood out? Well, I'll let everybody know since Jamin Davis is kind of up and down all the damn time. He actually has a hot start week seven. And then when it come to Percy Butler and Jatavis Martin after Forrest went uh, on IR, I guess it was Tuesday morning or so, uh, I was reading, and I'm actually familiar with Percy Butler because when he first came into the league for Washington, uh, I thought he was going to have a better chance. He, he was like a cornerback converted to a safety. So it apparently took time for him to move up the depth chart. But Jatavius Martin is the second rounder rookie that I, you know, him and Butler was mentioned by Riviera as being the two that might replace Forrest. I was on Forrest coming into the season. I mentioned that before he turned around and got on this IR. So that's how that happens. But 
I definitely think that Percy Butler might have a chance at the same type of upside. So just keep your eye on him. We'll keep an eye on that. Looking at the Falcons side of things, uh, Richie Grant, 100% of snaps at safety. Jesse Bates, 100%. We're looking good there. At linebacker, Caden Ellis, 100%. That's normal. Nate Lamon down to 76%. I tend to think that that was game script. You should be okay. On the defensive line, Grady Jarrett, 80%. Calais Campbell, 71%. Bud Dupree, 76%. David Anumata, 71%. Looks like business as usual for the uh, fans, unless you got anything. Uh, don't buy too hard into Bud Dupree's sack. That's all I got. Let's move on to Vikings and Bears. We'll start on the Vikings side of things. Uh, Cameron Bynum, Harrison Smith at safety, 100% of snaps each. That's normal. Josh Metellus is a third safety, 89%. We've seen that all season. That's normal. At linebacker, Jordan Hicks, 100%. That's normal. Ivan Pace down to 18%. Patrick Jones up to 53%. We'll talk about that in a second. At pass rush, Daniel Hunter, 85%. DJ Wanham, 71%. Marcus Davenport, only 26% due to an ankle injury. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Any thought on the pace Patrick Jones thing? Man, how far does that fall? I really don't have a hard take on this. I mean, it just kind of reads itself out. What are your thoughts? Like you said, deep degenerate shit anyway. We're talking about, you know, at most of 50, 60% of snaps linebacker, which, you know, we probably could use at some point this season. But uh, right now, I don't think you can trust either one. I mean, that just sucks for pace managers. I mean, that doesn't look great for next year unless this turns around. Yep, so we'll keep an eye on that, but it is what it is for now. Looking at the Bears, we're looking pretty good here. Jaquan Brisker, 100% at safety. That's normal. Skidmarks Jackson. Eddie Jackson was back from injury, but only played 25% of snaps as they ease him back into the lineup. Elijah Hicks went down to 75% of snaps as Eddie Jackson comes in. That makes sense. Tremaine Edmonds at linebacker, 100% of snaps. TJ Edwards, 89%. That's normal. Jack Sanborn still getting 33%. And on the pass rush, Yannick Ngakwe, 74%. And Mr. Walker, 74%. Anything on the Bears? Jack Sanborn, yeah, that's not enough stats there. We mentioned it. You just mentioned it, game script. So, you know, we, we said that Sanborn should probably be used in a way against their divisional rivals. It couldn't work out for him. It did. Just hard to bite into. And then Davenport, man. I want to skip back to Minnesota real quick. I forgot to trash on Davenport because, I mean, I finally said, hey, start this dude. (laughs) Injury buck. I know it's not his fault. I shouldn't blame him. But, damn, every freaking time, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been a a roller coaster with him. That's for sure. Let's move on to Bengals and Seahawks. Uh, We'll start with the Seahawks side of things. At safety, Quandre Diggs, 100% of snaps. That's normal. Jamal Adams is back for how long? Anyone's guess, but he did play 85% of snaps last week. With that, though, Julian Love plummeted to 44%, so that's unfortunate. How in the hell do you do that? How do you displace Julian Love that's been fucking 100% for you? And then, I don't get it. Out of everybody they could have took off the field, it is Love? That's stupid. Well, I mean, it'll work itself out. Jamal Adams will shatter into a million pieces, as is tradition. We should, like, start an office pool on that, man. (laughs) Good stuff. 
All right. At linebacker, normal. Uh, Wagner, 100% of snaps. Jordan Brooks, 81%. At pass rush, uh, Ichena Nuosu, 78%. Let's look at the Bengals. Bengals looking pretty, pretty good here. Logan Wilson, 100% at linebacker. Jermaine Pratt, still way up there, 95% at linebacker. We like to see that. At safety, Dax Hill, 99%. Nick Scott back up to 92% as Jordan Battle goes back down to 9%. So that possible safety displacement not happening as of yet. At pass rush, we're looking real good. Sam Hubbard, 88%. Hendrickson, 66%. BJ Hill, 74%. DJ Reader, 69%. I, I mean, beyond that safety shenanigans, I think we're looking good. You got, you got anything? I just hope everybody listened to us about Jordan Battle and about that situation and didn't actually like take him directly and insert him because, mm. yeah, in this case, gossip kills. Right. It, you've got a good rule, the three week rule. I like that as well. You know, make sure it's set in stone before you pull the trigger. So before we move on to Browns 49ers. Please, everyone, go and visit the merch store. We've got a bonus going on. If you use the promo code SECRETBONUS, all one word, you can get 20% off the SGPM merch store this week. That is a great deal. Let's look at Browns and 49ers. Uh, We'll start with the San Francisco side of things. It's safety, completely normal. Talanoa Hufunga, 100%. Tayshawn Gibson, 100%. At linebacker, Dre Greenlaw was injured and inactive this week, so Oren Burks got the bump to 100% of snaps. That's your waiver wire move if Greenlaw continues to be inactive. Other linebacker was fine, Fred Warner, 100% of snaps. At pass rush, looking good, Nick Bosa, 89%, Javon Hargrave, 64%, Drake still down around 29%. Anything on the Niners that stuck out? Randy Gregory seems to be carving out a little bit of a role as a part-time pass rusher. So just remember when you do see that at the moment, it's only 34% of the snaps are around that general area. So uh, if we've seen an increase in that, this could be interesting, but it's kind of hard to throw any more than a deep dart at it right now. Yep, exactly. We'll keep an eye on it. But uh, so far, at least he's playing. That's good. All right, let's look at the Browns. They're looking pretty good as well. So at safety, Grant Delpit, 100%. Juan Thornhill, 97 That's normal. At linebacker, Jeremiah Uusu-Koromoa, 79%. Anthony Walker, only 37% due to a concussion. That gave Taki Taki a little boost up to 63%, but it's still a mess. At pass rush, Miles Garrett, 82%. Zadarius Smith, 68%. Dalvin Tomlinson, 60%, and Okorowanko, 58%. Anything on the Browns? It's pretty well status quo, even if Anthony Walker's out, so uh, JOK gets the boost. Right. There, there are no three-down linebackers on the Browns, unfortunately. Alrighty, let's move on to Saints and Texans. We will start with the Saints side of things. At linebacker, we're looking good. Demario Davis, 100% of snaps. Pete Werner, 97%. That is normal. At safety, Marcus May was back from suspension, played 100% of snaps. Tyron Matthew, also 100% of snaps, so we're looking good there. At pass rush, Cameron Jordan, 87%. Carl Granderson, 79%. Another good week for him. Anything on the Saints? Just letting everybody know, don't forget about Marcus May. He just came back, and he does have a good matchup this week, blah, blah, blah. Just, you know, I don't know how long he'll stay on the field. He's been in and out and having trouble, so, but play him for what he's worth. Yep, use it while you can, absolutely. 
All right, looking at the Texans. So Denzel Perryman at linebacker was a healthy scratch this week, which is interesting. Yeah, I looked into that as much as possible, man, but there's realistically no underlying reason I can find. So reading the tea leaves, you got to expect what? He was bitched in favor of Cashman, right? It looks like it. Yeah, so uh, Cashman, uh, second or third week in a row, significant playing time, 100% of snaps last week. And then, the you know, the other guy, Henry 202020, who we've talked about, 99%. Christian Harris at 11%, Perryman inactive. How safe do you feel this is? I feel like 202 is pretty safe, but Cashman? Well, when our buddy over there at uh, PFF saying that they're giving Cashman a 90 you know, let's talk about Cashman for a minute. I mean, he was a uh, guy in the, for the Jets for a long time that just kept popping up, and he was going to be the next best thing to, up there in uh, New York, and it just never played out. He had troubles, well, with his performance, plus he was hurt a lot. So for him to turn around and pop up now at 27 years old, granted that is in the middle of his prime, and he's got an elite score of 90 in a couple of games, Ah, man, it's almost like it's too good to be true considering, but at the same time, it really doesn't matter what the hell I think or if it's going to last. Right now, it looks like he is a great pickup if you can get him and stash him for week eight. He's just going to be productive and apparently not by default at this point. Tua, Tua is still the second guy. We, I mean, Perriman's gone. Harris is down. Of course, it took him long enough on that, but here we are. This is probably what we're looking at for the rest of the season as far as I'm concerned. Of course, assuming didn't get us too far with the Bills, but we'll get to that here in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, still somewhat in motion. I, I think 2020 is definitely safe. Cashman, I'd feel better if Perryman was inactive again next week. I, I feel like that's the real test is seeing those guys both on the field. Great point. Great point. The IDP Pros Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. You ever been stressed out trying to buy tickets, trying to get them at the last minute, hunting down the best price, competing with other buyers for a popular event? Well, GameTime's got you covered, and GameTime thinks that buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. GameTime is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all of your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. GameTime has tons of different features, including flash deals on last-minute tickets, easy-to-find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, images of the seat views, a lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and job loss protection. So snag the tickets without the stress over at GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code CFBX for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets. The sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool and get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. 
Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. At safety, we're looking good, though. Uh, Petrie, 100%. Ward, 100%. At pass rush, we're also looking good. Will Anderson, 70%. Jonathan Greener, 62%. And then MJ Stewart, 77% as a third safety. Kind of weird, but no moves to be made there, really. Anything else on the Saints or Texans? Status quo. Let's look at the Colts and the Jaguars here. We'll start with the Colts side of things. At safety, uh, Rodney Thomas, 100%. Julian Blackman, 100%. That's normal. At linebacker, Zaire Franklin, 100%. That's normal. Shaq Leonard, up to 81%. EJ Speed down to 42%. That's not normal. We'll talk about that in a second. At defensive line, Grover Stewart, 72%. Buckner, 70%. Quiddy Pay back in healthy, 62%. Samson Abicom, 55%. What do you think about this uh, Speed Leonard thing? Well, for one, I think the Colts are taking a huge risk, taking a little bit of the bubble wrap off. But at the same time, I, game script, brother. That's the best I got at the moment because I don't think this could stick. It definitely feels iffy, that's for sure. Unless all of a sudden they think, well, hell, let's just throw them out there, get it over with, and then we can go back to speed. We know what we have. I don't know. Maybe it's driving <laughs> them nuts. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. More to be revealed there, that's for sure. It's it's tough to play either one at the moment. Zaire feels like the only safe guy. All right, looking at the Jaguars, we're looking real good here. At safety, Jenkins, 100%. Cisco, 94%. That's normal. At linebacker, Fue Lucan, 100%. That's normal. Devin Lloyd back from injury and back to the other full-time starter at 97%. That is normal. At pass rush, Trayvon Walker, 81%. Josh Allen, 85%. So we're looking good there. Let's move on to Panthers and Dolphins. Start with the Panthers side of things. So at safety, absolute dumpster fire. Sam Franklin, 99% of snaps. Matthias Farley out of left field, 94%. Jeremy Chin, 39%. It's over for Chin. (laughs) Yeah. It, and Matthias Farley, what the hell is that? <laughs> I have no clue. I have no clue. You know, and I was like scared to say in the start and sit charts last week to go ahead and trust Jen. They're down to the bottom of the barrel. They don't have anywhere else to go. Lo and behold, thank goodness I didn't say that, man. Not great. And then beyond that, more bad news. So Frankie Luvu, 76% of snaps and then a hip injury. We'll have to keep an eye on him. I didn't. See any real updates with that. With him going out, Camu Grugier-Hill got a little bump up to 58%, and Deion Jones climbed out of the grave like a zombie and played 33%. So (laughs) just a dumpster fire all around so far. (laughs) I guess Grugier-Hill would probably be considered the next man up. If I'm throwing a dart at either one of him or Jones, you'd have to go that way, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. If, if Luvu's inactive uh, with Shaq Thompson on IR, they have to go Camagrugier, I think, right? It ain't going to be Jeremy Chin. Yeah, that's for sure. So we got a lot of movement here on the Panthers. It's not great. Uh, we'll keep an eye on it, though, and do, do what you can. 
pass rush, Brian Burns, 79%. Derek Brown, 70%. Over on the Dolphins, things are looking much better. Uh, at safety, Javon Holland, 94%. Deshaun Elliott, 94%. Looking good there. At linebacker, David Long, 74%. Jerome Baker, 68%. These guys got to rest. It was a massacre. At interior defensive line, Christian Wilkins, 71%. Massive week. Zach Sealer, 67%. Another really good week. At pass rush, uh, Bradley Chubb, 71%. Jalen Phillips, back from injury, 43%. They're easing him back in. And Van Stinkle, 61%. Anything on the Dolphins? Yeah, I'd like to say you're welcome to all the people that I was trashing Chubb and you might be a fan or a manager of because that seems to happen. Either I talk about a dude and, and he gets hurt or I talk about a dude and trash him for a minute and then he gets things going. I still don't trust it, but I'll tell you what, I didn't add him to my waiver wire again this time because he's playing Philadelphia and that's actually kind of a tough matchup off the edge to the point to where it's like a bottom third matchup. If he can overachieve in this one, I might feel like a little warmer, fuzzier, I suppose, about it. But he's like Davenport. It's just kind of hard to trust. But at this point, you got to pay attention to what he's doing. If he gets this overachievement achievement this week, gets him a sack, gets him some decent tackle numbers, uh, I'll be impressed. And he'll be right back on that waiver wire app of mine. All right, so at least the Dolphins are looking good. And and I guess if you are in this mess with the Panthers here, so what I would say is stay the hell away from Matthias Farley. It, we've already said the blow chin out the airlock. Sam Franklin seems okay. Luvu, if he's healthy, would be okay. If he's out, Camus Grugier Hill is probably okay. And hopefully we see Von Bell or Woods back and put a little bit more security back into this other than Sam Franklin. So, yep. uh, you know, and that whole long Baker thing, we had two, or what's this, the third week in a row that they actually had like, you know, full-time snaps a piece. Am I looking yeah. at right? Or was that a game of blowout? Well, yeah, no, this would have been full-time snaps, ex- except it was like a 20-point win or whatever. But, but yeah, these guys have both That's had – Yeah, yeah, they've both had significant snaps for two, three weeks in a row. Well, three weeks in a row, that's that three-week rule of thumb. And I got to tell you, I'm not personally going there, but I can't advise you you not to anymore. Yep, good stuff there. And, and like you mentioned, yeah, the other safeties in Carolina, if uh, Woods – and uh, Jesus is the other. Oh, Von Bell. If they're back, then just be real careful. Even Sam Franklin may disappear if those guys are both healthy. Von Bell will like it that you compared him to Jesus, man. He has <laughs> been a solid dude, though, had he? Yes. Yes. He probably could turn uh, water into wine. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Ever notice these days how things have changed with sports entertainment? Suddenly everyone is edgy and they don't mind offending people with offensive words. It's everywhere podcasts, radio, to primetime TV. All I want are NFL defensive player reports, maybe a quick update on the best streaming corners, and yet I have to hear about the dirty O. That's right, offensive player discussions and hot takes blocking my path to the sweet, sweet defensive information I need. Bullshit. That was until I found the IDP Pro Players Podcast. And now, unless the IDP Pros John or Gary mess up, Uh I know I'm not going to be offended by their no dirty O approach. So take my word for it. Catch the Sports Gambling IDP Pro Player Podcast every week and leave the dirty O behind. So if you or someone you know has an IDP degenerate problem, that's terrific. And the fantasy move to make is to go follow a couple of the best veterans in the fantasy football industry. 
That was on Twitter at capital I, capital D, capital P, R O. One word at the IDP Pro Players Pod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to Patriots Raiders. Uh, okay, we'll start with the Patriots side of things. Uh, always in movement, these Patriots. Uh, Juwan Bentley, 100% of snaps at linebacker. Uh, that could be normal. We've seen that before. Uh, at safety, though, this is normal. Peppers, 93%. Duggar, 91%. We've seen that all season. So, Jelani Tavai, another week of good playing time, good production. I find it a little hard to trust, but uh, it is what it is. It's happened several times now. Uh, at pass rush, Dietrich Wise, 56% of snaps. Christian Barmore and Devon Gottschow, 71% of snaps. Josh Uche, only 27%. That is a little strange. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then Jennings, whoever that is, 81% of snaps. When it comes to Tavai, I mean, man, it's so risky. I don't want to go there. But if you're in some, you know, deep league at this point with all the bye weeks and such, like, and he's been pretty productive in IDP Pro's Breast Cancer Awareness League. I mean, he, he's been serviceable in that deep of a format. It's 16 teams, huge benches, full complement of offense and defense. The guy is still producing. If you're looking for a dart throw, at least there's a little bit of consistency there. And I I don't hate it. I believe they're going up against Buffalo next week. Yeah. And then Uche, surprise, right? 20, only 27% of snaps. It's, I, it's kind of crazy. I don't know what Uche did to fall out of favor. If we look at it last year, Wise and Uche weren't utilized in getting their sacks until the later half of the season. Now, did I have any correlation in trying to make the playoffs? I don't think so, because if I remember right, they sucked last year too, right? So I have no clue. Are they saving him, or is he just in the doghouse? Yeah, we'll have to see, man. It definitely does not make sense, though. That is for sure. So we got some shenanigans with the Patriots. Looking at the Raiders, things are much more stable over here. At safety, Trevon Moe, Rig, Marcus Epps, 100% each, looking good there. At linebacker, looking good there. Robert Spillane, 100%. Devon Diablo, 92%. At pass rush, quite frankly, we don't give a shit about anyone except Max Crosby, and he played 100% of snaps and absolutely destroyed the Patriots single-handedly. Ain't he a beast, man? Hulk! Smash! God, he has just turned into way more than I ever thought he would. I mean, I knew he's going to be up here, but he's just turned into him and Nick Boza. Who are you going to say is the best at the moment? Mm, that's a tough one, man. I, if I had to lean one way, I'd, I'd say Crosby. I like his tackle floor a little better, and he, he doesn't get dinged up as much. i got to agree with you for one simple fact, and I figured that would be what you would say, but the thing about Crosby, he overachieves Almost every time, no matter the matchup, not saying Nick Boza doesn't, but Max Crosby has shown a little bit more for the last two years. Yep. Great player right there. Love that guy. Let's look at Cardinals and Rams and we'll start on the Cardinals side of things. So Kavan Wallace, hundred percent of snaps at safety. That's normal. Buda Baker inactive again this week. So Chachari was in for 100% of snaps. I did read today that Buda could come off IR next week, week after. It's coming soon. I hadn't looked that up, but I can take a look. Yep, sounds good. At linebacker, we're looking fine. Kazir White, 100%. Josh Woods, 60%. At pass rush, uh, Zayvon Collins, 65%. And Gardek, 46%. So normal for the Cardinals. 
Buda Baker, October 22nd, he's eligible to come back or expected to come back, at least uh, according to the NFL injury report on MFL.com. So that, they're usually on that. Yeah, we could, so we could get Buddha as soon as next week. That is a, a beautiful thing. This week, if you're listening to the podcast, when uh, it comes out. So that's a good thing. If he's out there in some standard leagues. Yeah, right. If someone dropped him, that is a safety one they dropped. So go grab him for sure. All right. Looking at the Ram side of things, very stable as well. At safety, uh, Jordan Fuller, Russ Yeast, 100% each. Looking good there. Ernest Jones, only 78% of snaps this week, but he was iffy to play in the first place due to an injury, so that's fine. Uh, he'll be okay. Christian Roseboom, 54%. That's normal. We've seen that all year. At defensive line, Aaron Donald, 80%. Michael Hoke, 71%. Byron Young, 86%. And Gary, you got anything on the Rams here? Going to give a little bit of a shout out for some deep, deep league guys if you're looking because they're playing Pittsburgh week seven. The second inside linebacker, Rosenboom, I know he's not getting a huge amount of snaps, but he's another one of those dudes and he's getting the production and he's getting the production consistently at that level. So you're looking for LB3, you're in some huge league, you need some kind of a dart throw you could do a lot worse because this matchup for him is actually on the strong side so for him you can expect at least a solid outing at his numbers got to give a little love to kobe turner the rookie interior defensive lineman along with jonas williams which i think he's marked as a defensive end but that's probably just because he's an interior defensive end the same way he's like an unknown but he's getting a huge amount of playing time and these dudes have been able to consistently produce at a level that you won't take a hit in a box score. So I actually like him this week as deep dart throws against Pittsburgh. And you might be surprised at what you might get out of Kobe Turner because he's playing a huge amount of snaps. Nice. Good stuff there. I actually used the Jonah Williams guy in my all 22 league. It's funny you mentioned that. Nice. <laughs> All right. And just a reminder, we are getting all these snaps uh, and information from the IDP Guys Snap Tool. It is an excellent resource for all this playing time information. What good is football content if it doesn't cover both sides of the ball? The SGPN IDP pros have you covered on defense, but we have more to offer than just IDP. Check out our flagship podcast, the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast with Emerson Beery and Justin Bruni. Follow that up with a chaser of old-fashioned football with your hosts, Justin and Miranda Mark. All of the SGPN podcasts pride themselves on their actionable content. They bring the research and analysis you need to win. So help support SGPN and download the SGPN app and catch all of our premium football content. Let's move on to Eagles Jets. We'll start with the Eagles side of things. So Justin Evans, we may have missed this last week. It was a, a late report on the injury, uh, has gone to IR. He was a starting safety for the Eagles. So Terrell Edmonds is back in our life again at 100% of snaps as a replacement. Terrific. Uh, I'll just pull this Band-Aid off and ask you, man. I mean, he's got a, a strong matchup against Miami next week, and I, I'm considering him as a solid option. Might get you yeah. like four or five tackles based off of that. You think that's safe? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's he's productive. I, I just, uh, you know. It's, it's the, the it's name, the, the stigma. I, 
Right. I remember the Pittsburgh days, and, and you right. do too. And you got to look at how KZ and Neil are doing there at that position. It's not actually who's playing the Pittsburgh strong safety. It seems to be the role. So, yeah, there's no reason not to doubt Edmonds to be able to get you four or five tackles next week. I would have to take a wild guess at, but I might pick him up. Yeah, right. Great matchup. You're right. The the best overall offense in the NFL makes for a good matchup, no doubt. We do have to pay attention to the Eagles uh safeties as well because Blankenship got banged up as well. Hopefully he's okay for this week. There was no direct replacement. There was, it was a cornerback, so it's someone we can't really use. Uh so we'll keep an eye on that. But Terrell Edmonds for sure is a waiver wire move this week. Absolutely. At linebacker, uh, so Nicobe Dean is back. He did only play 49% of snaps. With that, Nicholas Morrow plummeted to 55%, and Cunningham stayed about the same at 75%. So that, that should tell the story, I think, right there. I just I don't know what to think other than avoid it until I get, well, almost three weeks of this. You give me two at this count, and I'll believe it, but I have to think that they're going to start giving Dean some more. Mm-hmm. I, I agree completely. I think Morrow probably is the, the odd man out when this is all said and done, but uh, we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, at pass rush for the Eagles, we're looking pretty good. Hassan Reddick, 72%. Josh Sweat, 75%. Fletcher Cox, 78%. Jalen Carter was inactive, so Jordan Davis got a bit of a boost. Jets are a model of stability at linebacker. Uh, slash safety. So CJ Mosley, 100% of snaps. Tony Adams, 100% of snaps. Jordan Whitehead, 100% of snaps. Quincy Williams at linebacker, 97% of snaps. Quinnen Williams, 73% of snaps. John Franklin Myers, 61%. Jermaine Johnson, 71%. What I thought was interesting, though, pass rush wise, is after Jermaine and John Franklin Myers, it falls off a freaking cliff. All those other guys, uh, you know, 30%, 20%. That'd be a nice trend to see continue. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another week of the Dirty O IDP Throwdown. We're going to give you our week seven picks this week. I'm Axton Harding, your host here, joined by Jake Colhagen, my co-host for usual. Just a reminder, uh, the Dirty O IDP Throwdown has just kind of been me and Jake going back and forth, uh, making picks. Uh, one for each of the four positions on offense and defense, uh, just trying to beat our statistical averages. If my guys can beat yardage totals or score a touchdown, we'll kind of add a point. Jake, if he's he's shooting to beat for tackle averages or get some interceptions or a sack to get a point on his side. So without further ado, I'll let Jake kick it off and give you his IDP picks. All right, we're jumping right in with defensive tackle Kenny Clark of the Green Bay Packers uh, taking on the Broncos here in Week 7. They're still a mess, and Kenny C. looks to take advantage. Uh, he's been pretty productive already, actually quite productive, with four sacks and 12 tackles. You know, really set him at an average of one sack and two tackles in a very plus matchup here. Um, I think the Broncos are going to get feasted upon by this Packers front, and Kenny Clark will help lead the way for that. On the edge, we got Chase Young of the Washington Commanders taking on the New York Giants who do have seemed to kind of accounted for their poor blocking and a shift in their offensive scheme with a much more focus on quick passing, um, as we saw this week, Sunday night. Uh, but Chase Young is playing at, at the number two overall draft capital level that he showed. He's averaging almost a full sack a game, but uh, only about one and a half tackles. But his pressure rate, averaging over six pressures a game, which uh, on average usually equates to a, a sack earned for a defensive lineman. So that said, I think Chase Young continues that pressure uh, against the Giants' offensive line. 
who, regardless of how quickly they're throwing the ball, will probably struggle against this Washington front. Uh, at the linebacker level, we have Micah McFadden of the New York Giants. He has stepped in quite nicely in the LB2 role alongside Bobby Okereke, uh, averaging just over seven and a half tackles per game. In this matchup against Washington, uh, they are one of the better and more sought-after linebacker IDP matchups so far um, for any leagues that have standard or kind of favor tackle scoring. So with this shift uh, to the quick passing game that we've seen, even for uh, Washington as well, uh, we still think that I still see Micah McFadden capitalizing on that too. Um, in quick passing games, you're attacking the shorter or intermediate part of the field, which is exactly where McFadden's looking to play and step up and make some of those plays. So I think he easily hits his seven and a half tackle threshold. At defensive back, we welcome back a, a former big name in IDP spaces uh, and hopefully maybe a big name again in Jamal Adams of the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, we saw his utilization trend way up this last week. And Julian Love, unfortunately, started trending down. Limited snaps, but like I said, heading heading in the right direction um, at a very, very happy pace here to see him being in a full role here very soon, early as this week. You know, he was only got six tackles so far in the year, but again, limited numbers. So I'm really looking to see him hit that either that seven tackle threshold or end up adding a few big splash plays at or behind the line of scrimmage with a sack or some, you know, a handful of tackles for loss. Um, and that's who we got on the defensive side. Right on, right on. For offense, uh, for, I'm going to start off with the quarterback position. I chose Derek Carr this week going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Against quarterbacks, the Jaguars have allowed the six most fantasy points per game and the fourth most passing yards on a gamely basis. Uh, in addition to that, my research has showed that they have the seventh highest D-pack score. If you remember from last week, the D-pack score just essentially means the higher the score, the more often the defense allows fantasy points to that specific position within their 75th percentile or greater. So uh, when the quarterbacks go off against this team, they really go off. So we're going with Derek Carr against the Jacksonville Jaguars. At running back, I went with Isaiah Pacheco against the Los Angeles Chargers, another team with a pretty high D-pack against the running back position, their top eight. They allow 92 and a half rushing yards on the ground and almost a touchdown a game. Being that Isaiah Pacheco is primarily the rusher on the ground for the Chiefs, although they do have carousel of sorts uh, with McKinnon and Ed Clyde Edwards-Hilaire occasionally, I think Pacheco could surpass his 64 and a half yards a game and half a touchdown. I think he might even be able to get into the end zone in this one. So uh, we're going with Isaiah Pacheco. Wide receiver, I went with Jalen Waddell against the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles against wide receivers this year have uh, a top three D-pack a top five, they've allowed the fifth most points to the position to this point or allow an average of 187 yards and almost two touchdowns a game. I know he's got Tyreek Hill to compete with, but I think this is a game where he could really feast. Uh, we're just trying to beat a 61-yard average and just .3 touchdowns a game. So I think Jalen Waddell could get in the end zone in this one. Uh, for tight end, we're going with Mark Andrews against the Detroit Lions, another team who's been pretty generous to the tight end position. Uh, they have a top three D-pack uh, against tight ends. They have allowed the fourth most fantasy points allowed and the third most yards a game to the position. And uh, this week we're just trying to beat Mark Andrews is 56 yards and 0.8 touchdowns a game. So if he can get in the end zone, get a few catches over the middle against this defense, I think uh, we can get a point this week. So there you have it. There's our week seven picks and we'll see you back here next week for week eight. Let's have a look at the Lions and Bucks. We'll start with the Lions side of things. So at safety, uh, Kirby Joseph, Tracy Walker, 100% of snaps each. At linebacker, Alex Anzalone, 100% of snaps. Derek Barnes, 79%. Jack Campbell, 52%. 
Brian Branch was inactive. Will Harris was his direct replacement. It's technically a safety, although they're playing slot corner. At pass rush, we're looking pretty good. So Aiden Hutchinson, 89%. After that, it's a little bit weird. John Kaminsky, 75%. Uh, Charles Harris down to 32%. Julian Okwara, 27%. Romeo Okwara, 9%. So Kaminsky's the guy that got the huge bump this week. It, I haven't heard that name in a while. Is that anyone you'd be interested in? He's been a part of this rotation even last year. He had spurts where I think he actually moves more interior defensive line, even if he is marked as a DE. That's why we're still seeing his production or his snaps there, along with all the other defensive ends. There's only so much room. So it's it's a rotation. I think uh, Kovniski is rotated in and out from interior to the defensive end. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. Looking at the Bucks, they are way more stable. And at linebacker, Levante David, Devin White, 100% of snaps each. At safety, Antoine Winfield, 100%. Ryan Neal, 96%. And at pass rush, Shaq Barrett, 64%. Vita Vey, 63%. Joe Tyron Shoyinka, 73%. And before we hit Giants and Bills, don't forget that when you sign up using the promo code SGPN, Underdog Fantasy will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And we're going to end with the Sunday night game. The Monday night game is in progress as we record. Uh, so Giants Bills, we'll start with the Giants side of things. Looking pretty stable. So at safety, Jason Pinnock, 100%. Xavier McKinney, 100%. That's normal. At linebacker, Bobby Okariki, huge game, 100%. Isaiah Simmons, only 18%. I still see people playing this guy. Micah McFadden, 79%. So fix that if you're one of those people. Yeah, there's some loyalty there for you. I mentioned it last week. I mean, PFF had no love for McFadden, like in the poor grades, and Simmons was, you know, a lot better. But that's how the ball rolls. I mean, the coaches will do what they're going to do. So most of them reward their guys by giving their jobs back when they're healthy. That's true. Uh, So as long as McFadden's playing, Simmons does not have much value. Just keep that in mind. Uh, at pass rush, looking good for the Giants. Kayvon Thibodeau, 92%. Dexter Lawrence, 80%. Leonard Williams, 90%. Let's look at the Bills. At safety, looking good. Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, 100% of snaps each. At linebacker, Terrell Bernard, 100%. Tyrell Dodson, 5%. Dorian Williams, 84%. It was the complete opposite. I needed a linebacker so bad last week. And, I mean, everything. Everybody you've seen in the whole IDP community was basically saying the same thing, at least that I saw, that the snap counts from the game that Milano went down spoke for themselves when you got Dotson coming in getting 65% and Williams was a part-time dude with like 30%. It's pretty black and white here. Apparently, Doreen Williams is the pivot, but you definitely got to go get Williams. It's actually not the best matchup against the uh, Patriots next week, but at the same time, it is a divisional game, and this is a productive by default kind of position to begin with, so he should be fine. As long as one of them gets playing time, that's all I care about. And uh, Are you going to put in Doreen Williams automatically next week? 
It depends. So we have six teams on by next week. So yes, short answer. Yes. Big probably going to have to somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if, if it's beyond, if you're starting more than two linebackers and it's more than 12 teams, you got, you, I don't see how you can avoid it. Yep. That's true. That's true. And you just, Hey, we got to follow the playing time. That's what we did. We just got done talking about this with freaking Isaiah Simmons. That, that you know you follow the playing time if Simmons doesn't play he's not going to produce it's the same deal here if Dorian Williams is getting 84 percent you you go with it you got to play him another one of those cases where just the tea leaves lied to us this is true it lied to all of IDP Twitter I don't think I saw anyone that said Dorian Williams nah. is the guy <laughs> yeah he was the second option so, hey, if he was one of those lucky ones that got him for a dollar instead of like 50, like I spent on the jackass. I'm kidding on Dotson. But it's not his fault. But, yeah, I got hooked on that one. Yeah, a lot of us did. Uh, all right, Bill's pass rush looking pretty good. Ed Oliver, 87%. Uh, Mr. Russo, 70%. Uh, Leonard Floyd, 58%. Von Miller, only 35%. But he's, you know, second week in action. At, you know, they're probably saving him for when it matters down the line. Uh, and then AJ Epines, only 27%. I think they're going to keep using Floyd. I think Floyd's on a roll. He's producing. So I, I like Floyd as a uh, another good play this week uh, against the Patriots. Just uh, think of it as a deep, dark throw, or if you're desperate in a standard league. Absolutely. These guys got the long view, so it is what it is. Uh, and then obviously tonight, as we're recording Dallas and the Chargers, I have not seen anything significant injury-wise so far. It looks like Damone Clark is definitely the guy for Leighton Vander Esch. He's got about eight tackles. Uh, nice. I was just at- getting ready to ask you that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Third quarter, seven minutes left. Damone Clark, seven combined tackles. Yep. So that's pretty much it. We'll get you all caught up on uh, whatever happens with Dallas and L.A. early next week to lead things off. The Packers and Steelers were on by this week. And uh, you got any parting words for us, Gary? Just uh, go Buckeyes. (laughs) There you go. Go Buckeyes. And good luck, everyone, this week. We'll see you next week, same time, same place. Take care.